Revolution. Welcome to it. It's a couple of minutes past 9 a.m. on a Friday. This is Untapped Talents with myself, Sia Sangwenifin. Thanks so much for having us on. It's going to be an hour where I chat to people who are absolutely cool, but at the other side of the hand, no, is that even a term? On the other hand, there we go. <laughs> on the other hand, inspire slash motivate you. But personally, I just like to get to know them a little bit more and find out exactly why they're so uber talented and I'm still sitting here pushing buttons. My vanity aside, uh, you can always feel Feel free to jump on in the conversation. But first, let me just tell you what's going on in the show. As usual, every single week, we do a cover of the week spin on things. You know, we go onto YouTube because I'm, that's basically what I do in my free time. Just go onto YouTube somehow. You just log on and you're like, Oh, what did Ellen DeGeneres do on her show this week? And then four hours later, you're finding out why do horses not walk on two legs? So randomness aside, also do something slightly productive, which is find out some up and coming artists uh, who take uh, popular songs and they do a little spin on things with their own covers. So that said, this week, we're looking at a YouTuber by the name of Tiffany Elvord. She's a young singer-songwriter from California in the US of A. And she's done covers on songs from Taylor Swift to Avril Lavigne and Pink and Katy Perry and Justin Bieber and One Direction and Maroon 5 and Robin Thicke and Miley Cyrus. Basically, who hasn't she done covers of? Um, but since it is December and it's nearing that time of the year where everybody gets all super, super corny and wears red hats and is all up in the Christmas spirit, I'll just save it for a couple of minutes minutes but she did something very christmasy so don't be turned off by the corniness it's actually kind of cool so you'll hear her in just a little bit um and then i'll be talking to a young 13 year old musician and as soon as i heard about this guy i just thought what was i doing at 13 so back in when i was 13 it was 2008 2008 the kardashians just started on tv and i thought they were the coolest thing in the world so clearly my priorities were not good. Fast forward a couple of years and I still think the Kardashians are the coolest thing in the world. So some things don't change. But at least there are some 13-year-olds who have their heads on in the right space and in the right way. So he'll be chatting to me about um, his music career thus far. I mean, at 13 to have accomplished such things, basically no pressure on him. But like two more years then he needs to have a Grammy so yeah um, I'll be talking to Tyron Aaron a little later and then uh, Norm Samadhi does coming in she's a celebrity makeup artist and not just am I interested in her profession but I want to know as a makeup artist you know you hear about the inside circle of celebrities you know the hairstylists the assistants they are really in the inside world so they know when a celebrity is not having a good day or ordered something and it's not the right color and they having a fuss or a divorce so it's kind of that dramatic spin on things that i want to find out about so all of this and so much more is coming up on untapped talent this week uh if you want to get in contact with us you can always send in a message on wechat our official account is cliff central just tap connect and message to show otherwise you can always tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at sia underscore sf so before we get into everything that we have uh, i feel like first little breath breathe <sighs> got it and then secondly uh, this week was actually the finale of The Voice in, in America. Um, South Africa is just getting The Voice. It's going to premiere in Jan of 2016. But 
this season of The Voice in America was really a lot of drumming up in the drama was mostly about Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani who are hooking up. I still technically kind of believe that they just did that. They paired the mentors up together, said they were dating for ratings. But apart from all of that, they just crowned their winner and his name is Jordan Smith. Now, I just have to say, personally, the guy is uber, uber talented. And it's one of those things of if you just listen to him, that's done and dusted. You know, as a musician, that's all you must really do. But of course, living in the superficial world that we do live in, everyone has been judging him on his looks. He's the season nine winner, but he's kind of, he's just, (laughs) I wouldn't say chunky. But he's not average sized. And I kind of feel bad for the guy because he's really, really talented. But everyone is now more focused on how he looks, etc, etc. So, yeah, as much as the whole world is uh, like having their knickers in a knot, really, he's also gone on record on the Today Show to say what's on the outside doesn't matter. You know, if he was trying to be a Victoria's Secret model, then I don't understand why everyone is really getting all riled up. But... The show is all about talent and it's all about recognizing talent as well. So let's give the guy some kudos in the right way. This is from The Voice 2015 finale and it's the winner, Jordan Smith, who actually performed this song without you, uh, with Asher himself. So I think world, this is like a public service announcement. Can the whole world just calm down and understand that at the end of the day, it's all about talent and my goodness is this guy talented. This is the Voice uh, winner uh, singing with Asher, it's the song Without You. Without you. Oh, man. Listen, you can just hey, say, uh, despite anything, maybe you were not a voice uh, fan or you didn't necessarily, you know, follow the show week by week. But there's just something about at the end of the day, it was a young guy. He's only 21, mind you. He just like uh, graduated from university a while ago. And there he was minding his own business. He thought, yeah, you know, I'm done with this college student life in Kentucky. And I thought, let me just go after my dreams. And there is a, he's a young 21 year old guy to have gone through this competition did such a great job at it and imagine you at 21 you're sitting there and you're now finally actually performing with one of your favorite artists that you look up to mr usher raymond himself so you know what jordan smith kudos on you whatever anybody says screw them at the end of the day it's not about how you look really you are an artist for a reason and you're performing pretty pretty well so on people who are actually on that right track who don't really care about what people say and who are minding their own business and even at the young age of 13 i have my first guest here on untapped talent this morning good morning tyron morning how are you doing um all right new you're good are you feeling excited and interested and like ready for this chat yeah okay so what do you think of the voice winner you just listened to him in a little bit what did you think of him awesome he has an (laughs) awesome voice you know (laughs) and um Uh uh-huh yeah it's um I know I know exactly what it feels like to uh play with somebody that you look up to because I do that every day with my dad. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so it's yeah, so kudos to him. You know, kudos on you. I think like now he wins the dad of the year, your dad is outside like you can obviously say, like, Dad, sit down. You you deserve and you've received the Dad of the Year title. So, Tyron, you live in Joburg and you've developed a passion for music from a very young age. Like, what age did you actually start with your love for music? 
Um, I started, well, I started playing music at six, but, um, I actually, at six years, at six old? years old, yeah, my dad, my dad picked up that, um, <laughs> oh, oh, this is gonna be horrible for me. What was I doing at six? Nothing. And then here you are. What, what instrument did you first play at six? Piano. Yeah. I start, I started oh. with piano. Uh huh. Yeah. And, um, it's just slowly developed from there. My musical talent, um, um, I've gone into other instruments now, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I stick with piano. Okay, so there you are at six, you just fell in love with playing instruments. Like, do you f- remember the first song you sort of learnt and conquered? I remember the first song that um, I played. Yes. Um, with my dad, uh, because, you know, he's been, he's been a very big part of me learning music, uh, my journey through it. Oh, that's awesome. And, yeah. uh, it was actually a Stevie Wonder song that he taught me first because, uh, you know, with the guy being blind, it's not very hard for a six-year-old to learn his music. Ah, uh, well, okay. I still think you're talented for that nonetheless. So there you were at six years old. You started this whole eclectic style of music. And then here you are now, a couple of years later, it's what? My math is bad. Eight years later. <laughs> like seven, eight years later, you now have your own debut album. Why was it so important for you to... Get so serious about the industry at such a young age. Um, you know, uh, when I play at a venue, or I've done four concerts so far, yeah. uh, one per year, and uh, when I play at a venue, my music only reaches the amount of people within that certain area, and yeah. uh, you know, people listen to CDs in their car, they put them on stereos at home, and I thought it's I could get my music out. Out a lot more if I um, put it in an album. Yeah. And uh, up to now, I've been doing a lot of covers of from other people. So um, a lot of songs that I do my own arrangements to. And um, I thought, you know, it would be really cool if I could write my own CD, yeah. my own songs that I can play. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm really having a tough time here because I'm like, well, maybe like I can play the triangle. <laughs> maybe the triangle is my calling. I can release an album based on you that. You know, people, people actually underestimate the triangle. It's, it's really intense. It's really intense. Okay, yeah. never mind. The, what are they called? The bongo, Django drums? Bongos. The bongos. Maybe yeah. could I do that? Yeah, but that. That seems something about your style. Well, you see, I think like maybe we could collaborate on something here. Yeah. Maybe, never mind. <laughs> I'm talentless. Let's not go down this road. So at this stage in your life, you're also a grade six graduate from the London Associated Board of Royal School of Music. Even just the name of the school sounds very, very fancy. How's okay. it like going through the courses there? Um, uh, that's, that's classical training. So, um, it's, I've, I've been classically trained. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a hard process because, you know, um, there's, there's a lot of technique that needs to go into it. There's a lot of practice as well. Yeah. To actually get the pieces right. And, uh, but all, all around it's been fun. I, I enjoy playing. I enjoy playing piano. So playing music. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now also with that, why do you feel the need to get classically trained? You know, some people just can string a couple of notes together and they're like, oh, okay, I can be a musician. And they don't see the importance of, you know, going to school for it. So as much as you have your natural knack and talent, why do you think for you personally, it's so important to be classically trained? Well, if you look at it going through history, classical music has been basically like the foundation mm-hmm. of all contemporary music. Um, if if you go and you listen to a Beethoven or a Bach piece, you'll always hear some elements of it in contemporary jazz, pop, R&B. You'll, you'll always hear that feel of music in mm-hmm. it, um, no matter where you go. And uh, to, to be able to 
write music, to be able to um, do music with an understanding, to listen to music with an understanding of it. It's um, it's just something that um, I think musicians need to have. Yeah. And although a lot of musicians don't do it, um, if you really want to progress, um, it's it's really good to have a classical background. Yeah. So there you are. You referencing the likes of Beethoven, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Am I pronouncing correctly? Beat, be- Beethoven. Be- Beethoven. Sorry. There we go. Wasn't it his birthday this week? Yeah, I think. I just I know that so. from Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to sound was, like I'm so knowledgeable right now. I was actually going on to Google the other day and um, they have all of his pieces that you can like put yes, it together. That's all I recognize as well. <laughs> yeah. The Google Doodle. Thank you to the powers of Google for making me sound smart this morning. So, uh, who do you look up to? You know, do you look up to the likes of Beethoven? Do you look up to Mozart? Do you look at Josh Groban? Um, you know, I I look up to a lot of jazz musicians because okay. um you know jazz if if you listen to jazz music um people who are not musicians when they listen to music they don't understand well I think they don't yeah. understand the real technicality the real um thought process the amount of hours that people actually put into that 5 minutes or that 3 minutes on a CD yeah that 3 minutes that they're um performing at a venue um, and, um, when, when you listen to jazz music, there's, there's a lot more time put into it because, um, there's, if, if you go into a technical, um, perspective on jazz, it's, it's like, it's basically like rocket science, it's the rocket science of music. Yeah. It's hardcore. It's, it's, it's real stuff. Oh my goodness. Once again, just a quick disclaimer. He is 13 years old. <laughs> and at 13 years old, you have, you are the youngest performer at the South African Drumbeat Jazz Festival. You've been featured in the international documentary Future Stars of Africa. You're the winner of the Platinum Awards in the SA Talent uh, Championship category. Winner vibes. I mean, what more do you still want to do? And what do these sort of awards mean for you at this young age as well? I, I guess they just spur me on to go to go through life. Um, yeah. Living, living the way I do. And, uh, you know, I thought... With with my music, I can use it. If if I'm getting these awards, people obviously think I'm good. Of, so um, of course, it's the best <laughs> achievement to know that you're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just I just go and I I play for other people, and I think it's also very it's very good to um help other people learn. I I want to well one of the things I want to do is start a music school. Oh. Uh, because music can instill a lot of a lot of good ethic in you. It's um it. It um, makes you do hard work because yeah. it's it's hard work to play an instrument well. Yeah, and um, it just instills discipline in a person, and uh, it's nothing. There's nothing else that I think compares to music that can do that. Wow, and uh, it's it's actually part of my foundation. That I have called Axon Limited. You have a foundation. I have a foundation. Okay, yeah. Let's just bear through the whole chronicle, like chronicle your whole life. At six years old, you find out you're kind of cool and you love music. Here you are, thirteen, with a debut album, winners of winning like tons and tons of categories, and you think, okay, cool, I want to start a foundation, which you've done. And then two years time, you'll win that Grammy, and in five years time, you'll start your school. Correct? <laughs> well, actually, you know, I was I was actually hoping the school gets up and running next year. Wow. Yeah. So um, you're very, very serious about this. Yeah, I am. I am. It's, Why is it it's, so important for you to give back in this way? Um, being brought up in a Christian home, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm taught that, um, I've been blessed with a unique gifting and talent and, uh, that I need to give back, um, to other people because God has given me this and I need to, um, give back to my community, give back to other people who are less fortunate than me. Yeah. Yeah. So is that why you also are so passionate about raising funds in with some of your performances? Yes, yeah. 
that plays a big part in it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those uh, funds that you've raised and some of the causes that you've worked with. Who, you know, I know you've been very close with the cause of rhinos, et cetera, et cetera. So take us through some of the causes that you've worked with. The f- the first cause I worked with was um uh, there's a little there's a home for the mentally disabled mm-hmm. um near t- in the town where I live it's called Little Eden mm-hmm. and uh they they were going down because they didn't have enough funding from people so they were calling out for sponsors to give them money and at the time I was 10 years old and um, I'm a very enthusiastic reader I love to read books and um I was reading the newspaper one day when I saw this mm-hmm. and I thought there must be something I can do to help yeah. So we, my parents being very, they're very supportive of what I do. And, uh, they, they helped me put together a concert and all together there we raised 30,000 rand. Wow. Which, um, I, I gave them the check. I handed the check in their hand. It's. That must have felt pretty, pretty awesome. Awesome. Right? Amazing. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then with the rhinos? With the rhinos, uh, that started with my sister actually. She's, um, she's uh, nine right now, going on to 10 in Jan. I would just like to know what is happening in the Aaron household. Like, do you guys sit over den and you like world domination <laughs> at nine years old? You can go on and save the rhinos at 13. You can start your own school. I think I need to invite myself over for dinner <laughs> at your house. Yeah. Okay. So there she was at nine years old and she wanted to make a change as well. Um, yeah, she, she was learning about, um, um, endangered species at school mm-hmm. and uh, they taught her, they taught us, they taught her class about the rhino. And she came home one day saying, Mom, Dad, we need to do something to help. And, um, you know, that also just resonated with me as well because um, being, uh, you know, having something that our heritage, South African heritage, going away, it's, it's, it's not very good to see. And um, to think, you know, my children might never get to see the rhino yeah. in its natural habitat, that just resonated with me as well. And, um, you know, I thought I've got to do something here as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put together another concert because the last one went so well. And all, all together there we raised 45,000 rand, which went to the Sabi Sands, wow. the Sabi Sands game reserve for horn infusion, which would basically make the rhino's horn um, undesirable to yeah. coaches. My goodness. So when you are not out there changing the world, uh, what do you like to do in your spare time? Um, You're still 13. So like, yeah, you like Xbox. You know, um, I do play a fair amount of games. Uh huh. But um, um, my main hobbies include, you know, playing music. Um, I like RC drones and stuff. It's, it's, and um, you know, just hanging out with buddies and stuff. It's, I'm, I'm a normal thirteen-year-old with a twist. Oh, that is the one line. A normal thirteen-year-old with a twist. Most definitely, there is a twist there. And just for you personally, where would you like to see yourself headed? And like those five, five years from now, what would you like to be doing? You know, what sort of um, rewards would you have liked to receive? <laughs> I um I just really I really want um people to hear my music. I I want people, you know, go out there and buy my CD. Mm-hmm. Um I I also want to get a record label involved because right now it's just uh, me and my family. We're we're producing the CD. We sell them online as well. Uh-huh. Um if you if if people want to buy them they can go onto my website x-unlimited.co.za. Got it. And um A C T S A C T S, yeah. I've actually created an acronym for X. Um you know, because because it's a uh, because it's part of my foundation, I thought the name needs to be symbolic. Yes. So what and, does uh, it stand for so now? So A A stands for attitude, which uh, which is basically, you know, our attitude defines how we interact with people every single day, how we interact with the day. 
um, C is for consistency. Um, how consistent you are in doing something. You know, if you do something and you just stop in the middle of it, yes, it's not really helping anybody. T is for teachability. We all need to strive to be teachable. Um, we can all learn from our fellow human every day. And uh, S is for sincerity. Wow. We need to be sincere to other people to make a difference in the world. Well, listen, dude, you know, just sitting here and I've been talking to you, I think, I think I've been relatively inspired by you to the point where, you know, my name is Sia. I think I have an acronym for my name now. So S is for Sia, I is for is inspired, <laughs> Y is for young, and A is for Aaron. You see, you see yeah. what you've done. Sia is inspired by young Aaron's actually with your nine year old sister yeah. as well, doing cool stuff. Thank you so much for stopping by this morning. Thanks so much for having me. That man. is awesome. So it's we're going to sign off with one of your very own songs here, a brand new day. T- tell, talk about, uh, that process of actually creating the song quickly. Yeah. When, when I create a song, it's, it's, it's all put together in bits and pieces, you mm-hmm. know, because when an artist paints, he doesn't paint, he doesn't sit in one sitting and, do a whole Picasso. He um, he paints um, hour by hour every single day. That's basically what happens when creating a song. You know, I'll be sitting there playing the piano. I'll get maybe a chord progression or a melody. Sometimes even a drum beat. You know. Um, I don't know what all of those things mean, but I assume <laughs> at the end of the day, there's at a song. At the end of the day, there's a song. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I named I named the song that because it was actually the first song written for the album, and uh, it was supposed to signal, you know, a new start to. A new chapter in my life that yeah. I want to go through. Awesome stuff, hey. So that is Tyron Aaron with, uh, well, this is Tyron Aaron with yeah. a brand new day. Thank you so much for stopping by, dude. Thanks. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangweni Finn. So we did something a little different there. I actually enjoyed it. Getting to chat to a young musician, 13 years old, and already inspired to go on and do such things. And that's why, you know, I think it's awesome to see someone at six years old who actually started and said, you know, this music thing, I can actually take it seriously and I can be awesome with it and carry on doing, you know, just take his talents further. And what better example to round off the year, really, than to show someone who's 13 years old and now has a debut album, who's raised so much money uh, for for worthy causes and now is on his way to actually have proper plans in, pra- in place to go out there and just be like, yeah, I want to start a school and I want to go on and spread this message so it's awesome that i got to chat to tyron aaron there and he stopped by as well just as we were ending the interview off he gave me his album it's called acts unlimited and hey the guy's also lead sa youth hero and also won an Inyatelo Philanthropy Award at the age of 13. So I love it. It's an eight-track album. And I'll be listening to, listening to it a little later. I think when I'm nice and classy and trying to be relaxed and I unwind probably, that's definitely what I'll pop in a, in a little bit. So coming up on the show as well, I'll be chatting to Norm Samadita, celebrity makeup artist who's on to doing a bunch of different things here, then everywhere. But before that, it's time for our... 
Cover of the Week edition. So it is by Tiffany Alvord. And yes, I did find it on YouTube. And just know that if you want to get any of our previous Cover of the Week uh, artists and you want to get to know more about them or you want to view more videos, it's all up on cliffcentral.com as well as youtube.com. So we are in December. I'm not one of those extra super over-the-top corny people, but I have to say there's just something about Christmas that you just get wrapped up in. Easter, I can give a pass. New Year's Eve and day, I'm like, oh, it's just another day and a change of a calendar. Doesn't really mean much for me. Halloween, more especially because we're in South Africa, I'm like, ugh, we can give that another pass as well. Don't like getting my face painted or getting crazy and dressed up and whatnot. But Christmas... Ah, it's the most wonderful time of the year. So this is a young YouTuber from California in America who decided to go on and do a cover of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Now, here's the interesting thing. I was actually looking at the Billboard Hot 100, and that's where I like to keep track of certain songs, etc., etc. And when you see, like, the top five, for example, would make a lot of sense, because those are really some of the most popular songs around. Number one is still Adele's Hello. Number two is Justin Bieber's Sorry. Number three is Drake's Hotline Bling. Number four, Justin Bieber, again, with What Do You Mean? And number five, Justin Bieber, again, with Love Yourself. So do you see a common thread there? Common current songs that are very popular and that everybody's into. Correct? Exactly. And there it was, the number 22, out of the blue, literally out of nowhere. Uh, it was Mariah Carey with All I Want for Christmas. She has not re-released the song. She has not done a m- music video. It's just one of those things, because it is December, that it does super, super well. And listen, I'm a Christmas freak, so I am not complaining. So there she is, uh, Tiffany Alvord, who clearly got inspired by this uh, with All I Want for Christmas standing at number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And so she decided to do a cover of All I Want for Christmas. And just listen to a little bit of this. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Yeah, it's only the 18th of December and I think it's well overdue. You guys, it is one week to go before Christmas. It's one of those things. I don't know, wherever you are, you just can't help but be in the spirit. It's all about Christmas and it's all about that fun as well. Um, so yeah, that was Tiffany Alvord with her cover of All I Want for Christmas in the spirit of cover of the week because we do this every single week. We're giving young up and comers who are all up on the interweb on YouTube a, just at some time to shine really. Really. Um, and talking about shining and glittering and sparkles and all of that good stuff. I have my next guest in studio. Her name is Nom Samadida and she comes in. My very first remark was, wow, I've never seen someone so dressed up for radio. Good morning, Nomsa. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. You know, this is when you can tell someone is a real makeup artist who takes pride in how they look, they dress up for radio. Kudos on you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I'm really so intrigued by your career and the field that you're in, I think for the most unconventional reasons, but I'll get into that in just a bit. Let's talk about okay. you as a person first yes. and your career thus far. Mm-hmm. You actually started off in modeling as a teenager. In marketing. In modeling. In modeling, Ooh, yes. My, my um, eloquence uh, I mean, you. I'm like, marketing <laughs> me? <laughs> yes, I actually, um, I entered Miss City Press mm-hmm. um, all the way to Miss Jam Ellie. Wow, yes, those days. (laughs) Yeah, Miss Jamelly, and um, I think I I think I also 
um, wanted to be Miss Teen at some point, uh-huh. but obviously I'm very tiny, so all the time it would be, oh, you're cute, but, but you're very short. Yeah. So then I gave up on the actual ramp modeling mm-hmm. to just focusing on, you know, like pictorials, yes. like facials, and all of that. And how was that into getting into that career? First of all, because you were at a young make- age, yeah, you know, as a model. Um. It was. N- I think it's something that I've, I've always liked. Yeah. Um, so if it's something that you like, it doesn't even feel like it's work, or it doesn't even feel like you know. There's you need to try hard mm-hmm. to to um, to be what you want to be. Yeah. So for me, it was. It was in me. I just wanted to. I just wanted to look pretty. I yes. just wanted. I knew what I wanted to do had to do with looking pretty. I just didn't know exactly which angle to yeah. go, um, to go around. So, um, yeah. So then I started doing, uh, facial products mm-hmm. and hair products like commercials and hair, uh, hair commercials. And to a point where I remember there was a makeup artist uh-huh. and she did my face and immediately after that, I went to the bathroom to fix it. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about makeup then. But <laughs> I was like, like, uh-uh, something ain't nah, right. Nah, this is not it. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's when I realized, actually, this is what I like. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you were also possibly that girl at school who hated the fact that she had to wear uniform and who was trying to change things. All the time. Really? All the time. I was that girl. I would fix my friend's hair. I would put lipstick and be yeah. told, no, you can't wear that at school. Um, I would redesign clothes But obviously now I'm not into designing But yeah. I mean I get how It moved from there Like why I did that you yeah, know, It I seems wanted, like a natural yeah. progression yes. almost. Yeah and I also used to draw a lot um, uh-huh. I remember at some point I used to draw My mom's fridge okay. And she would come back home livid Oh draw on the actual fridge yeah, Oh, and oh scratch no, no 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 I would also have an yeah. um, Only later we realized obviously it's art Yes. So that's why she she used to do that. That's why I mean it it's the same line of what she's doing now. Yes. Yeah. So there you are and you get into makeup and it's all about the looks. Yes. Uh answer me this first and foremost. Is the term beat like cuz on fleek was 2015. I feel like everybody <laughs> was saying on fleek this yes. year. Can we now move on to 2016 with on fleek? Can we now say face beat cuz I heard that's a new thing. Yes, but okay. I think you have to say beat when it's beat. Beat, so beat don't take chances. Okay, don't take chances. It needs to be like beat. Beat like hundred percent. To capacity, okay. it must be beat. Yeah. Like it must be spotless. Like you look at the eyebrow, and it shouldn't be crooked. Yes. So when you say beat, mm-hmm. respect the term beat. So when you, it goes face yes. beat, it means business. It means listen. You are flawless. You are Beyonce woke up like this vibe. Yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so that's what you went into with makeup. How yeah. is the makeup industry in South Africa? Because more especially, you hear about people maybe who do special effects, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But you went into the very competitive market yes. of, you know, doing celebrity makeup and more, you know, more like photog- uh, photo shoots, yes. so print, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was that from working, you know, being relatively in front of, the camera and to now behind the camera and how's it like you know it's the business at the end yes, of the day so yes, you are a business yes. woman so explain that journey for us um i think for me i have 
a huge passion for what I do. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it doesn't even feel like I'm working. I look forward to waking up in the morning. If they, if I have to do a magazine cover, yeah, the excitement, because I know um, at the, when the cover comes out, my name is on it wow. to say she did the makeup. So I'm always excited to work with different people. And every single day feels different. It's not like you at the office, you work with the same people all the time. Yeah. It's always different people every single time. So for me, um, it's something that I love and I'm not, I don't know if you've, I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't compete with anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just me. Um, I know when I started out, there were a few makeup artists. Yeah. And to now, there's like tons, which is beautiful because I think people see potential in, you know, because sometimes like, oh, is that all you do? You do makeup? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But you don't but, see the, 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 the bigger picture of it. Um, but I'm taken very seriously. Yes. And I love that, that yeah. the industry is growing in right. that sense. Right. But also at the same time, comes a lot of pressure to really then keep them you know the the good quality yes. in in the work yes. going and you now need to uh, uh almost test yourself with mm-hmm. everything that you do it's, yes. isn't it a sort of nice level of competition though wouldn't you say it's beautiful yeah cuz it's on your um, toes yes but i don't think it should be competition mm-hmm. obviously um i know with myself i try not to go with the trends okay when people are doing this i create my own trends Okay. At the back of my head. I'm like, okay, I think this looks good. For me, it's not about doing the same thing on everyone because it's the trend. It needs to go with your personality. If I have to do... Sorry, I'm going to name drop. You, you, I, I was going to name drop for you, actually. I pick up my notes here and I'm like, okay, time to name drop. Right. Gail Mabelane. Yes. Terry Peto. Bobby Malloy. Nontle Tema. You've even worked with the president. president yes. Um, That's major. I know. So if I have to work with, for instance, uh, let's say Terry Peto. She's naturally pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, she's naturally pretty. So you don't have to do a lot. It needs to come with her personality as well. So as minimum as possible, but obviously, um, showing her features more. Yes. Uh, you look at people like Nomza Mumbata. You know, she's one of my main, stunning, uh, very, stunning um, big clients and she's naturally pretty. Yeah. You don't have to do much. You don't have to cover. You don't have, even when you contour. It's like the simplest. Okay, explain that to me because I just know contouring from the Kardashians. <laughs> and now everybody's talking about it. And they say, no, I didn't have a nose job. I just contoured. Yes. Can you really change how you look just based on contouring? You don't change how you look like. You enhance okay. your features. It's not a, Makeup is not supposed to change what you look like. Mm-hmm. Makeup is not supposed to make you look pretty. It's makeup just accentuating is suppo- yes. what is there. Yes. So what you have... It adds on to that. Yes. I refuse to say makeup is supposed to make you look otherwise. Or you'd hear someone saying, no, makeup, I don't like makeup because it doesn't suit me. No, honey, you don't like makeup because whoever that did it to you doesn't know how to do makeup. It's a wrong example. You know? Yeah. So I think uh, people need to understand that makeup is supposed to enhance your features. Yeah. If you want your nose sharper, then you can just work on the corners of it, which unfortunately is something you cannot um, just um, say it. I have to yeah. half the time show you how it's done. Yeah. If you want to focus on your cheekbones, you add a highlighter. You know things like yes. that. If you want your eyes a little bit open, you use um 
uh, black eyeliner. Yeah. Um, if you want to close them, you use a lighter eyeshadow, things like that. Yeah. Lips as well. If you want them bigger, you use red lips. You Kylie use... Jenner vibes. Yeah, yeah. And you Even liner. though, then you, yeah, let's not get into Kylie Jenner. <laughs> oh, no, let's not do that. Sorry for another day. So really, at the end of the day, you do get to see that it is a technique because it's about it where do we want to draw the attention? Yep. Where does the light fall? What yes. degree or angle does it have? Okay. Yes. I get that. Yes. Full on serious vibes. Now. Yes. Got it. Um, so with that said, right. we're heading into, we are in December. It's the holiday season. The sun is out there. It is summer in South Africa. What did you have to say are like the top three tips or trends that you would have uh, for makeup? I would say because of the heat, mm-hmm. you know, um, less foundation, the better. Work with your, um, use your highlighter, your bronzer on your cheeks so that it's nice and, and J-Lo-ish, you J-Lo-ish, know, you yes. know, <laughs> mascara. Number two, you cannot go wrong without mascara Got it. and lip color. It could be a lip gloss. It could be lipstick. It adds like so much difference. Yeah. Any pop of anything. Yes. It Got could it. be, I mean, uh, red, purple, clean, nude, shiny, yes. pink, but it must just be your lip. It needs to speak. But any top colors that we're seeing in summer? Um, you know what? I think when it comes, it's not even about the, uh, the color of the lip. Okay. It's how you apply your actual foundation. What I've learned throughout the years is foundation, your foundation, your color of your foundation in winter. It, you need a light, um, a lighter color because you don't get sunburnt. So your skin ah, is, true. yeah. So yeah. you need a lighter. So every woman needs to have everyone that applies makeup. Basically, yes. you need two colors of foundation. One you use in winter, which is the lighter one because okay. you don't get sunburned in summer. You use a darker one because we get sunburned. We stay in the sun. So your yeah. skin is a bit darker. So you need a darker shade, but, um, a lot of us have combination skin, meaning your T-zone, which is from your forehead, going all the way to your nose and under your eyes, you're a bit light. And then the rest of your face, you're dark. Yes, like I have so, a problem with those women where you see just like one complexion on the face, then the neck, it's like... Yes. <laughs> four oh shades my darker. goodness, I just want to die when I see that. The, I just want to die. You just need to do community service and call all those ladies in for a talk and be like, yo... <laughs> I do. Stop this nonsense. I do. I do. I've um obviously been in the industry for so long. I co not co-founded. I'm a founder of exclusive makeup events. Awesome. Where I invite everyday women to come through and I show them how to apply their makeup, how to find the right color of your foundation, yes. how to apply it, how to change your makeup from day evening from day to evening. Yes. Uh different types of makeup between TV makeup me makeup like every day, every day, you know, an office makeup and ramp the difference yeah. between the three. Cause sometimes you get someone with long lashes and you work at the office. Like, yeah, you know, I it doesn't, you. it doesn't make sense. Meanwhile, if you're turning up in a club and you have nothing then- and like, okay, do you need blush or yeah. something? <laughs> you just want to go out do there and kind of help. Exactly. Yeah. So I do that. Um, I host those workshops and every woman can come through and I put them on all my social media That's to awesome. invite anyone that, that wants to learn. Awesome. And is that where we could get more info? Social media at nomsamadita and also nomsamadita.com. Yes. Fantastic. So yes. we follow you there. We find out what you're up to. Yes. And anything that's working. Cause I'm like, yes, it's nomsamadita's <laughs> business. Because on a website, she's like, I love you all, but I only have free dates only in Jan 16. <laughs> so she means 
She's on demand, people. So you better recognize now. In closing, Noms, very, very quickly. Um, if you are going on a date. Yes. And you sit down in front of a guy. And then you notice Mr. Man has a bit of guy liner on. Or Mr. Man clearly has foundation. Are we that progressive? Are you fine with that? Would you encourage your man to experiment in makeup? Or would yeah. you be like, sorry, this is a bit too Caitlyn jenner mm-hmm. for me. You're yeah. fine with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look... Being a metrosexual okay. I don't find anything wrong In fact, I'd rather you take care of your nails You take care of your skin Yes And I'd rather go for that Than someone who doesn't Okay Doesn't say anything Because you get women Who are supposed to be Taking care of the of, of how they look But they don't And then, yeah You know, so it shouldn't be We shouldn't be judging other people On what on what they decide to do with their As selves. long as at yeah. the end of the day You look presentable yes. Because Really does show that you it take does. yourself yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. I'm all, I'm all for taking care of yourself. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming by this morning. Thank you for having me. This is like the truth according to Nomsa. Yes. Like, I hope you've been taking down notes, yes. Nyana. <laughs> Just making yes. sure that you're looking right and tight yes. for December. Yes. So definitely nomsamadita.com to get more information on this lovely lady sitting in front of me and also at nomsamadita on Twitter. So thanks so much for stopping by. More especially, thank you for listening. We do this every single week right on cliffcentral.com between 9 and 10 a.m. or whenever you want to listen, you know, we can download the podcast. So until next week, uh, right here on Cliff Central. My name is Sia, and I'll see ya. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.